Karibu to the What's Your Name podcast. I'm your host Steve and welcome to a Genesis story. And this is a BLT session. So hi guys, welcome. Welcome to our season finale. Finale. Yeah. Wow. Tumemaliza mwaka and a homie is about to turn 29. Well, kuna wale walisha tutangulia. But wow. So the year is ending on yeah. 7th by the way guys 7th of december for those who are listening mm-hmm. in good time yeah so 7th is steve's birthday and mine is april 5th and mine will be next year to be the big 3 or i don't know why they call it the big 3 or why we make it why would we make it such a big but deal it's because of you getting into a new level number 10 10 means testing yeah you kept you, you, you remember you told me there's something that happens in 10 mm. if you look carefully from the year like from 0 to 10 10 to 20 Big, most of your transitions in life started at around 20 if you think like when when that's when i would say the peak of puberty not when 19 it's 20s no actually it's 25 because the uh, your the frontal lobe finishes developing properly taking over compared to when you're 19. 19 it's more i would say you're controlled by the amygdala no your your the amygdala the amygdala is the uh, cent, um, okay I'm not a doctor, but the amygdala is not. It's like at the mid midbrain. It's like mm, a part of like the midbrain. It, no, it's part of the midbrain, the amygdala, and this is a very emotional part of you. And this is where you find, under the age of 25, you make very highly emotional decisions, decisions. rather than rational decisions. This is where you find when you decide to get like married or do very mm, life changing type of decisions. Later on in life, you look back and you're like, I would have given myself a little bit more time. Or you feel like, eh, this is why, or maybe you end up finding like, you end up coming into yourself. Because even even you guys do this at home. A simple exercise I can give you guys to do at home is, uh, think if you're, if you're over 25, that is, Sorry for the under 25s, but <laughs> if you're over 25, just do this experiment and just think back and see how much your mindset switched or changed when you were around 25, 26. Oh yeah. You get what this you, you you get this kind of switch that things like it's you no longer see things the same way, you no longer think the same way like this is now because your rational brain has finished developing and is in full gear now. So that's why you're able to to handle even like crisis and things more on, like on on point you get so yeah for me that i can just say normally actually if you look puberty ends at 25 and it's because the amygdala is still like taking hold of fun of main functions okay. so in reality adolescence that's why it's called adolescence like to become a full adult you go through adolescence so mm. by the time you're a full adult you are 25 around 25 26 is now when you can consider yourself a full adult because at that point is when everything in your freaking body stops now developing okay there, there's no more developmental stage in any part of your body that needs to take place after 25 26 around there and mm-hmm. that's because the brain is the last thing to finish fully developing and before you oh reach goodness. 25 26 your amygdala is still kind of in charge but then now your prefrontal cortex which is in charge of um if you just study even um what's it called Psych- psychology yeah. eh, eh. Psychiatry, psychology, physio, yeah, the, the size, PSI, <laughs> those ones. But yeah, seriously, you'll find that um, 
age of 25 is when now they consider adolescence in Asia. That's now when the hormones finish doing all their work completely. Mm-hmm. So that's why you find, like you're told, oh, if you still have things like pimples after the age of 25, 26, then that means you have a hormonal issue. Now this is maybe an issue with your endocrine system. So maybe when you go do tests, you find like, oh, I have a condition. Like for example, me, I still have issues with acne and that's because I found out later on I have PCOS. PCOS is an endocrine um, um, uh, <coughs> condition which means polycystic ovarian syndrome. So it's a, it's a, it's a syndrome. It's a disorder, it's a disorder which has a range. So you can be extreme or like, yeah. you're like, and no one, no, no one has one ex, like, there's not one person who can be like, if you have this, 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 and this system, this symptom, then yes, you have PCOS. No, no, no. The only general marker basically is like when they do for you a scan and you mm. go uh, do blood work to see like the hormones that are in your system oh, to wow. confirm. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So there are some so, certain hormones you'll find that that are elevated. As in, so when you've just said that, I'm like, I'm remembering when I used to make emotional decisions. Like highly emotional decisions. Because that was such a dumb move. <laughs> If you look back at like Niltasake, Niltasake, you got like as in for what? This is just for the ticket. <laughs> I haven't found money for drinks. I mean, oh my goodness. Like you are just stressing yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, that's why you find people. That's why you find like under twenty five, you'll have this thing of like, um, I don't know how it happened, <laughs> but then now, yeah, we're just in a relationship. You're like, madam, there are steps to a relationship. Now, now you who is over twenty five, who is a full grown adult, you're like. It does not happen. You let things happen. Like, you know, actually, I don't know that they're getting a relationship and then now I'm pregnant. There is a process mm. to all this, even to you, like, knowing each other, to you get to the point of having sex, to having, like, sex without protection or anything like that, to get pregnant. So, when you're under 25, because you're highly emotional, you're, because you, you feel like you didn't use your rational brain, you're like, I, but I don't know how it happened. Steve, you finish opening your suit. You think the people are not hearing this, guys? Steve, just no give me a bit of sweet tooth, Yanni Rosafi. Like I've tried to open it slowly. Like in, I'm waiting for. Is, I keep looking at yeah, Michelle. Is like, that kid? Is that kid who tries to open like a snack, like crisps? Like everyone will hear you. Everyone will hear you. Everyone will hear you crunch. You know the crunch is loud. You know the paper is loud. Come on, dude. Anyway. But yeah, my point, uh, my point is, okay, God, now you are confused. Uh, uh, because uh, this wasn't the point of this conversation today, genuinely. Today's conversation, guys, was to say thank you very much for a lovely couple of episodes, I must say. And we're going to play a game today. Okay. So since we're ending the year, I wanted you guys to get to it. If you realize we haven't done Get to Know Me, Get to Know Me episode, and the whole point of that is just simply... You can experience us by simply hearing our stories. So, Michelle, when I met Michelle, it was by mistake because of a Rick and Morty show. So, that brought up the question for me, like, what was your most embarrassing moment during our friendship has been? And that doesn't include your birthday when, like, when we took you, like, you. Oh, my God. <laughs> this that doesn't is not include... a person to call your friend for then, guys. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That doesn't include Oh, that. my God. That's a story for another day. <laughs> I was studying 25, but found 34 shots in my body. Oh, God. Like, you people are not nice. Steve and, and Lenny, wherever you are, Lenny Kaunaskia. Oh, my God. Niwa Willy. Guy. Mungo Awasame. Wah. That's not about this. Anyway. <laughs> I said that was one of our embarrassing moments as a friend. I think another embarrassing moment for me was how do I say? It? 
And then when I was 25, I was just thinking emotionally, how would I take all those shots? You know, right yeah, now, but right now, but right now, I would not pull off such things. But anyway, <laughs> we, we, we forgive ourselves and move on. <laughs> exactly. So that for me with Michelle was an embarrassing moment. So what has been an embarrassing moment for you in your life that you, that you'd laugh at nowadays? Okay. Here's one thing people need to know about me. Uh, growing up, I knew it was awkward. From a very young age. I knew it was awkward. How early you ask? When I was four or five, I knew it was awkward. Oh, that mm-hmm. uh, And I'm still awkward by the way for those who are wondering. Eh? In, case, you in, in, in case you have listened to all these episodes and not wondered like what's wrong with this chick by the way. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I've always known I was different. Um and not to say like, oh my god, I'm different. This is not bragging, like it's those sorts of um I'm different and weird in, in, in not the best of ways. So basically for me, I would, people would have, would feel embarrassed on my behalf, but I wouldn't. I don't know if you understand that. Like, <laughs> have you ever had so, have, have you ever felt so cringe for someone, but the person is not feeling cringe? I, I don't know if you get me. So for me, when you ask me embarrassing moments, like when I try to look back, I was those people of, because I'm so awkward, I would be able to brush off awkward moments. Mm. You understand? So watch somebody be like, oh my God, that was so embarrassing. For me, I'm just able to like brush it off. So, in, and in the brushing it off, my, my mind does this beautiful thing where like, I, I never remember it. Oh, wow. So they have, like, I'm trying to think, I'm sure there's, if I'm As to sit in, down and think there's an embarrassing moment. Oh, oh my goodness. I'm sure there's an embarrassing moment so I can think of. So you've gotten to meet something about Michelle. Superpower. She can wipe people out of her mind. so okay for me an embarrassing moment growing up was my first time when i spoke i had a public speaking event Mm -hmm. during this public speaking event okay i had copyrighted somebody's work so i decided to speak to say it in church because it was very encouraging it was about hope Mm -hmm. it is in life that you should definitely, this is me actually pretending that I'm holding the mic. Anyway. Wow. <laughs> that didn't work. Anyway. Uh-huh. So we, dis- so while speaking the word, the guys, everyone in church is encouraging me. At the same time, everyone is telling me, okay. Ukosawa. But now I look at the priest and I'm like, shit, this is not going well for me. And then like, I'm about to finish. Then I say, fuck. On a microphone. Oh my God. <laughs> and then like, and then you see, you see how Michelle has reacted. Do I see what actually reacted? Oh, and then like, later, oh, we just dropped then, the F <laughs> And then, and then like the late, then guys, the guys were encouraging me start laughing. And I'm like, no. And then one of the guys look at me and tell me, Malaysia story, Malaysia story. Uh, uh, uh. I'm telling you guys, after Nile Malaysia, ata sifungoja misa yisha. Nili toka inji amlango and I've never gone to that church again. Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, so um, oh my God, that was for so me. Mm-hmm. For me, my embarrassing moments I can say are these typical ones of like I think somebody's waving at me and I wave and smile, or somebody's telling me hi and I say hi. I was like, oh shit, that, oh that, that that wasn't my hi. Oh damn, I hijacked somebody's hi. Oh my God. Okay. No, but yeah, for me, like a moment that really stands out, like me thinking like when I embarrassed myself. No, and I think also it's because I used to like growing up when I was a kid, I used to put myself out there a lot. So in the process, oh, was, there. Why are you there? I just, no, I just used to find myself like, um, 
always like wanting to answer questions like oh. i just found myself really outgoing always wanting to volunteer to do things so like i would trip and fall in front of people people laugh and i would laugh at myself like ah, ha, 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 ha. oh my god did you guys see that so i think because i got that mechanism of like laughing at myself also uh because i remember um what 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 i can remember that would people consider embarrassing moments is technically not embarrassing but for me i felt embarrassed oh I don't know how to put it, but like for example, I remember I never forget this. There was a time uh, in in primary, our primary had these um, diving boards uh, for the pool. So there was like one that was like three meters and then five meters, I think. Oh, like wow. just diving boards, like very very the nice high, boards, yeah, yeah, uh, very nice high diving. No, 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 not the the floppy ones, mm-hmm. like the proper um, ones that are made from concrete. Like mm-hmm. you go up like that, yeah. So we we'll, we'll jump jump on those things. So then now. I think I was in like class four or something. Okay. And then now, uh, I think that costume got a bit smaller, but not so small, like it was uncomfortable. So then now when I was going to jump, you know, those, um, oh my God, uh, oh my early 2000, early, early 2000 babies. Remember they used to have those cute little, um, costumes oh, that had fringe skirts around mm. the waist. It had to have a cute little fringe skirt and everything. Yeah. So I had one of those. So then when I was going to jump, see, I was jumping and everything so I could hear. Um, and it was only guys that were sneaking in the bus. They're like, oh my gosh, did you see? Then, you know, you can, you know, just before you hit, because whether it's a long way down, you can actually still, like, side-eye people and see reactions. <laughs> so I was just like, what, what? So then now I get, I get the water, then I'm like, what? Then now when I come out of the water, I'm like, but my, my, what is it called? My costume was not, like, why am I in your lunch? Did it have lunch? But I'm like, anyway, but we're swimming. Like, what's funny about seeing an ass? Like, for real, me in my head, I was thinking, like, what's funny about seeing somebody's butt? Like, we are swimming. I see your butt. I see your butt. Like, grow up! You know, that was my reaction. But I was just like... This is when you were in class? Like, three or four. I was just oh like, grow goodness. up! Yeah. I'm like, you're loving... You know, now in my head, of course, I didn't come out to tell mm-hmm. them that. Like but in my head, I was just like, I can see your butt. I can see I can see her like butt. Like, all of you guys. I can see her butt. Here, your yeah. butts are all... Ex- especially, you know, because boys at that time were a cowboy, eh? They're, they're not wearing boxer oh type goodness. of suits. I hated those days. So you get those, uh, those, those two blue ones. Those yeah. two navy blue now on a white stripes. Naniapa too. Like... So I'm like, I, see, I can even see your junk, if anything, if it was to laugh at her. You know, they're like, ah, I see your choo hee You know, the kids are... If anything, I would make fun of that. You used to call the no. dingly wingly choo-choo. Yeah, see, great. Okay, me on a small green up. See, uh, you know, parents. Mm-hmm. But then now the parents find it embarrassing to say, call it a penis. Wait, so your parents told you, choo choo, see, wee wee. Okay, for me, me was told you. See, who say wee wee, sana? Yeah, like, see, so now, okay, like, so what's the difference between choo choo and wee wee? No, they're like, all, for me, choo choo. They're, they're all synonyms for. They're not synonyms of the same. Oh, they're not synonyms. They're all, um, what are they called? Oh, God. Ah, uh, the, the meaning they have a meaning. I've forgotten the the term English I've forgotten the term. Mm-hmm. But anyway, my point is, no parent says that that's your private part True. or that's your penis and it's your private part. You know, now it's up to the kid to, to decide. Out, yeah. Do I say penis? Do I say chuchu? Do I say we? Mm-hmm. It's for the kid to figure out when they'll be comfortable to use the word. Mm-hmm. But my point is, the kid should should know the name honestly. True. The kid can feel embarrassed if they know the name, but it's not like you're going to tell everyone outside mm-hmm. if you feel shy about it. But my point is, they need to know the name because you can't be like five and be calling it chuchu or we we. So penis and a vagina, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> penis and vagina. Mm. Please continue. I've made this story. Anyway. I was just, yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. So, please uh-huh. continue. You were at the point of 
like we are embarrassing moment dive so yeah no so then now so the no before i figured it's mm. like maybe one bad chick had kulad so i don't know cuz when i inget you know when you inget this yeah, this dive you let them inget swallow so i was at a way which one had inget so i was just like but what's funny about that so for me i used to be like what people consider embarrassing moments to me is not embarrassing is it is it because it become embarrassing because of so that's why i'm saying people felt em- that's why i was saying in the beginning people feel embarrassed on my behalf because i'm like We are all showing butt cracks and butt cheeks out here people. Ass over there. Ass see, ass crack, ass crack, ass over ass. There, like you are getting worse. You, you know the thing is you see all your classmates butts. So I'm like what's funny? Yeah. You, you, you so maybe I cuz even for me maybe I don't know maybe it was like you know this slapstick humor you know that one of Kinachali Chaplin you're thrown up in the face you know some people find that funny others don't I don't know so people are <laughs> okay, I love those humor. things they were so funny at the time you okay. know so I I don't know I, like I was just like I, I never really got it so what people would find oh embarrassing I would no, never I get, get it. Charlie Chaplin jokes no oh god no not not to get Charlie Chaplin okay, jokes me I'm like talking the, about this... me personally oh. come on dude like focus oh my goodness I'm talking about <laughs> I'm talking about my experience growing up and about whether I have had embarrassing oh, um but okay. no because for me I'm telling you what people would feel embarrassed when we have things like hey Michelle I'm like what hey you don't feel some type of way I'm like what like eh wow okay so for me to be those ones of things that I should feel people would feel embarrassed on my behalf it's those ones of okay that's supposed to be embarrassing I didn't know oopsie so and and anyway, it's because of as I told you I don't is not I'm weird yeah. so sometimes so some like, certain social so cues I don't know So eh uh, sometimes I I uh, my character my just goodness. chooses to you know some social you, cues or protocols. You were so confident of yourself at the age of four. Like an um, embarrassing moment couldn't phase you simply because Not phase me because no, I can't remember it. So it, it kind of disturbed me in the essence of what's funny about like I was trying to find the comedic like aspect yeah. about like I'm seeing all your asses out here. So what's funny about mine? See, because like, mine was so then now so then now I was just like am I is it because of my stretch marks because now me I had stretch marks very early people I grew like a mushroom by the I had like even my sister was so shocked she's like Michelle what is that I'm like what what's on your skin then that she had called by mom mommy look Michelle oh has stretch marks she grew like a mushroom my goodness. you know they're mushrooms like you don't see them one next like, then the next day see they're just, just everywhere um, <laughs> that you have just sprouted out of the ground you know like that yeah exactly so for me um by the age of 9 i had stretch marks so so then now that made me insecure about stretch marks so i'm saying for me it was it about embarrassment now for me it was more of now i i started thinking a bit too much too hard into it because i'm like everyone is showing but so it can't be that but yeah, the butts maybe the stretch marks that they saw oh, on my wow. but yeah cuz oh, i had goodness. those two faint like faint stretch marks you know those faint in the skin kind of stretch marks but there are stretch marks regardless so yeah ever since i've been like 9 years old kinakokobara are my friend till to date yes no actually cocoa butter actually does help guys like it does yeah especially if you get like nice raw cocoa butter like which i sell by the way guys yeah visit alkebulan roots We're on instagram alkebulan roots i repeat alkebulan roots on instagram yeah Mm. Yeah, self selfish plug, selfish plug. That was plug. a selfish plug. Did you see like that advertising voice come on? <laughs> you can get us in Alkebulan. That is right. Yes, Alkebulan, Alkebulan. Right. Uh, yes, yes. To arrive and 
my god lakini yeah, no, but for me yeah for me yeah. um i would say that it would bring insecurities rather than that oh it's so embarrassing so for me it would it would be those ones of what's funny and if it's something that you are laughing at me i would really like, overthink yeah. and overlook like it just can't be like it was just funny to see mtu amengishwa swalo you get for me at that age i was like what's the joke and i think also like cuz uh where i come from i'm the last born and mm. the sibling i follow my sister is like 10 years apart so i grew up in a house of grown ups like mm. people who are much ahead of me in terms of their mindset and thinking so for me that's why now you you think that i was confident it's not about confidence it's just that i'm surrounded by people who are above my age and who i interact with on a daily basis so i, I to adapt you know it's human nature to adapt so you find yourself developing faster because of how the home environment is and everything like i'm telling you 70% of my childhood i played by myself and i had a blast Ooh. i know and and those are the things that make me and, the, and it's not like an imaginary kind of lifestyle but it's just no like you know no yourself. like you know the kids like to play mm. i was a kid who could comfortably play by myself for hours on end i ca- i could entertain myself for hours on and see it to make in a cage like no 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 i know this is like now i'm 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 big enough to to know like hey this is dangerous like i'm five you know it's not like that like that yeah so what i'll do is like from time to time like my sister would play with me but you know cuz oh my gosh she's the last one i don't to hurt her oh my gosh this is mom's baby you know that kind of kind of vibe like this is mom's baby so we can't play certain you. games you I get, get you. you i get you so uh, since I, you know also kids are not dumb they pick up on vibes so i used to pick yeah. up on this vibe that people don't like playing with me like my siblings they don't really like playing with me they feel some type of it like they feel like maybe like they can't play with me they they'll be too rough or whatever so i figured if i can't make fun with them like have games and make fun and play with them and stuff like that like i can play by myself So for and it gave me a very vivid imagination since you're getting to know me so that's where my vivid imagination comes from because I remember <laughs> I remember even telling uh, my boyfriend this story oh where my goodness. <laughs> it's about to drop where I I had a hospital and I was the doctor and then and then he asked me a very key question which until that day he asked me fellas I had never thought of it And then he asked me what was the name of your hospital <laughs> and I posed ladies and gentlemen I looked him dead in the eye and I said hospital <laughs> <laughs> the name of my hospital was hospital was hospital because I made this uh, there was this really huge railing that fell off like my baby coach because my dad got me this really huge baby coach that I could fit in until like I was 8 years like my dad was just like nanuna kitanda umschana ta she'll grow in the bed she'll grow into the bed the mushroom analogy makes sense now eh? she will grow into okay. her bed so my dad but you did and I did and I eventually grew to my bed and even out to grow so now that time I out to grow to this car, part of the railing that was really cool that looked like really nice white bars with a rattle in between so I decided like oh that's going to look like a cute gate so i can just block off a section somewhere here in the house next to the wall and then so i made a really nice sign and i i, I remember writing it in in color red i colored it red and everything and i wrote in big letters hospital and then i stuck it there in front of that car now car crib gate whatever to be the gate of the hospital wow. so my hospital technically never had 
a name. And I never thought about it until he asked me, so what was the name of your imaginary hospital? I was just like, oh gosh, it was just hospital. I was imaginary, like, as in the like that. Nice. And then now, of course, I took all my teddies and then, you know, these, um, these syringes for like giving babies that were, like I, like those were there mm-hmm. and stuff. So I'll just pretend I would mix things there. Like, wait, you also made concoctions, like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd mix things like into, and suck it in the syringe and pretend like, oh, teddy, we're sorry. Then I'll drop it in a bandage, wow. give the oh, injections. Yeah, that can see, that's something like that syringe that, you know, like the one for when you're giving kids medicine, you yeah. know, it doesn't have a needle at the end, it's mm. just playing. So, mm. like, such syringes. Oh, nice. So, I'm just playing with it, like, oh, yeah, the teddy is sick, whatever, whatever, and have different teddies. And then even from time to time, like, hey, me, chama, much of a bite goes to real at one point because my mom was just like, she'll stop. What is this you're, you're stealing from my kitchen? I had taken, like, a lot, like, a really huge handful of, like, real rice. <laughs> like, I would go to the kitchen and I would look, like, you know, when people are katakata and things and they want to throw them away, like, oh, small pieces of <laughs> tomato and onion. <laughs> <laughs> and capsicum and I did not see this one coming. And then you know there was a there was a trend for which uh my parents bought for me like th- that kitchen set for like pretend yeah, yeah, yeah. play. So I so I had to like to really look in plastic spray. So I would like I would I'd really corrogar real food. The only thing was missing was actual fire. <laughs> So there's a time my mom busted me. She said, ah, Michelle, what's that you're taking? I know you're taking too much. No, bring that. And that was the first time ever I remember cooking, like really cooking. And I was five years old and it was, uh, it was a cup of rice. Wow. <laughs> and anyway, lo- long story short, um, my love for mixing and stealing and nubby things and cooking, I, it, it led me to my love of, of like, uh, culinary, like I love to cook. At some point, I actually wanted to seriously study um being a chef. It was it either is. going to it was either going to to school to study communication or to be a chef. Because I was going to go to this school called Top Chef, where by by the um if you're able to afford or if you're like the top student, you're you're flown to Sweden to now do the full degree. So you know that place, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, my mom was just like, yeah, I've got my mom even got the fee structure and everything. She was just like, if you had to go the fee, so gee, for at that time when we were applying it was like one seventy k a year. Oh, that's reasonable. Yeah, so she was just like, yeah, but if you're really serious, because you said the fees, you know, because me, I, I, I just wanted classes. I was telling, mm. you know, I just want like you know these typical regular classes, like yeah. just to up your game. Yeah. Huh? My mom is coming with the whole course and telling me, so you get a degree, fly out. I'm like, wait, wait, we are moving fast. Me, I was just looking for. Improving personal skills. <laughs> Why? It has come a bit too fast, too heavy. <laughs> too but quick, too quick. Yeah, but then yeah, honestly, yeah. At some point, I I really like yeah. I and I can just say my love for because there's a point in time I even I, my mom too to date has this um <laughs> has this. Uh, <clears throat> well, okay, whenever Michelle does that, please note it's about let, let, to go down. <laughs> well. It's about to drop. I three, wrote two, um when I was in one. nursery, uh our our teachers, our class teachers told us to to write uh, what we wish to become one day and why we want oh, to yeah. become that one day. Okay. So for Michelle, till today my mom has kept that. It's like you know, they a parent has a folder, oh. like okay, a good parent. Yeah, a good parent has a folder for each of their kids. So yeah, for all of us. So she had a folder where she put our report forms and our work, like if it's artwork or whatever she put there. Then there are some, of course, of course there are some you threw. Oh god, there are some things you just threw. 
ladies and gentlemen. But then there are those ones that you know that, that are just such a lasting impression. You, you just have to keep it as a memento. You know, it's like, hey, lazima nitamwonyeshakiwa mkubwa. And this is one of them. Oh, wow. So, those uh, uh, this, that ka thing, that ka letter. So, when I was writing mine, at that point in time when I was growing up, I really wanted to be a doctor. And um, later on, I realized it's because I have this thing of I really like helping people. Like, <clears throat> and in more than one way, it's not just at helping with somebody's that, like, just even lifting up your mood if yeah. I can make you laugh. Like, I just realized I, I really find a lot of gratification from helping people in which way I can. So, growing up, so you'd see shows and you'd see doctors at the yeah. who help people a lot. So, I really aspire to be a doctor because I'm like, wow, the doctor made this person feel better. So, <clears throat> and I, it was those days when ER, everyone is watching, the whole house watches ER. You know, nowadays people have phones and tablets, you can watch your own stuff. Well, those days when TV, in a moja kwa yonyomba, una watch today, una watch, watch kila mtu, una kila mtu, una watch the same thing. Na muna watch all the adverts, hakuna kuskip. No, there were 30 seconds, but unapata show ya 30 minutes last one hour because the number of shows alafu ku put news previews. I please my god, where are we digressing? Anyway, <laughs> in this letter I wrote, when I grow up, I want to be a doctor. I want to be a doctor because I want to help a lot of people get better. And even though they die, it's not our fault and we'll make a lot of money. I don't know why when she read that she laughed because huh. this is the funniest thing. Young children, we don't think we yeah. we think they don't they don't grasp this complex. Yeah, the the complexities, the complexities of, of yeah. life and things like. But me, I understood. Atakama watakufa, bado tutalipa na tutalipa do mob. Like so, like yes, I want to help people. Eh? Mm. Like atakama watakufa, it yes. is not our fault. We did our best. <laughs> me, I read that thing. I was just like. This is five-year-old me and yeah, I was weird from the word. Like, my mom didn't see this and just say, oh my God, my baby is just weird. <laughs> Mother's love. I talk about what you want to weird. You just love. Well, gotcha, gotcha. No, this, this story is too juicy. My goodness. For me, I'm going. This is amazing. Wow. I don't know. Yeah, so for me, uh, oh God, no. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. For for the longest time, I knew I was just not normal. I just was weird. Yeah. Wow. And I was weird. And then now, later on in life, yeah. I learned what my what makes me weird. It's actually something. It's not like it was it in my head. And it's something called ADHD. Ladies and gentlemen, ADHD. Okay. Wow. Uh, and I only found this out when I started therapy because mm-hmm. I started therapy because I felt something is up. It's different. And that's the funniest thing. When I started to do research after um, me and my therapist discovered I had ADHD was yeah. a lot of people who have ADHD actually go and ask for a test for it. Like they're like, doctor, najua I don't know. There's just something. Me, me najua I don't know how to explain, but me najua to, yeah, this brain. Something is just not a, something. I, is I, I'm not. I'm not normal, low, and I'm not even bragging. It's not in a bragging yeah. with doctors. It's like, hey, you better thing. check me. Like, why? 
<laughs> but imagine a lot of research shows that a lot mm. of people have ADHD. Yeah. Um, it's out of self discovery. Those ones of self, like those ones oh. of like the those ones of like I need help. Just help me to figure it out. They normally seek out the help. You know, there's some people are they have to be like family helps them. You know, yeah. like oh you're depressed, let's help you. Like you you know you have to find a way to motivate and push this person to get help. But mutual ADHD and and end up and it's true even for me the same thing. I I sought the therapy because I was like something is off with this brain. But for all my life I've known I'm not normal. So let me just. A, 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 you know, a therapist who has uh, uh, what is it called? Uh, psychiatry and because uh, there's a difference between a psychiatrist and a psychologist. A psychologist. Mm. Yes. Oh, she has both. Yes. Ooh. So she has psychology and psychiatry. She studied both the therapists. So but yes. she has a very good approach. Though. So so yeah. So yeah. Oh, for those who are wondering how Steve knows, he, ma- he jacked my, my, my no, 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 no. Like, I said, that, that's not where I was going. Like, I was just literally. No, wow. but, yeah, no, but, yeah, anyway, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> You're not going to edit I am this, editing out. this out. <laughs> I am editing anyway. this out. No, but, like, as in, it's, it's nice that at times when you're doing, when you're piggy banking on ending, how we're ending the year, you realize that the work was when when something feels a foot a good mm-hmm. it, it's okay you always know you know the funny thing is you have a feeling something is up you you always know you know there's people even say i, I just even even before like somebody got like almost like killed or murdered they're like mm. i just felt something was wrong about this person you know you just yeah but you know sometimes some people make it out of those situations and sometimes others actually get killed when it's a bit too late when they realize like oh shit i should have listened to that voice you know wow so even 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 you sometimes when you feel like i'm off and you feel like you need help i can imagine that is your conscious telling you to get help. To get help yeah. So whichever kind of help it is, whichever you feel comfortable looking for, you just look for it. Because the thing is, you know, like that's the craziest thing. You know, as I, cause I've, as I've told you ever since I was a kid, I knew I was different and I didn't know how or what makes me different. I would mm. just observe. And then here's another thing about ADHD. I learned mm. during research. Children, the society also in him inherently treat you different because they realize your weirdness. So even in them in return, they treat you different. Mm. Not knowingly like, oh, now you're actually yeah. so different, so I teach it. No, it's just like human nature, you know, human characteristic. So it's those ones of like, even I would feel like, why am I always bullied or I, I feel like the outsider, even though I try to blend in, I'm just not blending in. Yeah. Like, I just feel like I'm not fitting in. Why am I not fitting in? You know, like, cause that was, <laughs> when I saw this memo, it was showing a tangerine and then a garlic clove still fitting in to a space where the tangerine would fit. And then it's all, all vice versa, a bulb of garlic. And then you take one tangerine, it still fits where a small garlic would fit. Just cause you fit doesn't mean you belong. And I felt that. I really felt that, ma'am, because Ooh. it was those ones of true. And this is how I, yeah. I felt for most of my life whereby I can fit, but I don't feel like and I belong. I belong. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. So yes. That, that's, you don't belong. Gotcha, you know, gotcha, you know, you know. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Rewind selector. A simply zero exclusive. Please repeat ah. that. Rewind. Siku That was very good. Like no, I, but, I, I've just felt it. No, yeah, it but yeah, just, true. just, yeah, just because you fit in doesn't it mean, mean you belong. belong. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I would fit in in many scenarios, and it actually helped me. My ADHD actually helped me find ways to fit in because mm. I used to always ask myself, like, I, I have. Very, a range of friends, like, even sometimes if she's like, you have weird friends, I'm like, yeah, I know, like, I know. <laughs> Girl, you know me, like, do I look normal? 
Because my sister keeps on telling me, hey, your friends are with you. I'm like, chick, am I normal? Did you skip a memo somewhere? Mm. You have lived with me all your life. Yeah, like, you like, know me, I'm this, weird. This, this, this is already is that, that's available knowledge. Tell I, me, I, come true. on, sis. You know me. You know me. You know I'm weird. So why would my friends not be weird? Yeah, you know, exactly. so because every time I say, I kissed. I'm like, yes! <laughs> like, I'm weird also. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So, the weird yes. ones are alive. Yeah, but anyway, so my point is, guys, Um, as we wrap up the year, if there's something you're feeling within your spirit or feeling like is a miss... It's not in your head, like if you've been, especially if you, if it's been an reoccurring. This is what lets you know that it's actually something real. Is that mm. it's been something that you've observed consistently. consistently over a long period of time. Like for example, me for the longest time, I just knew I was different, and I never knew what it was until it drove me crazy. And I was trying to like do my thesis, and it really gave me a, a lot of issues. Is when I decided to now get therapy to see why my brain is having issues. Like yeah. I literally knew something's up with my brain. And yeah, so that's how you figured I had that ADHD. So, like you, you, you're given tools and everything, like in therapy, to how to. They're so simple. And they're, they're so simple, simple, but they're so powerful. powerful yeah. Only if you're like disciplined and keep consistent. But yeah, that's my point. My point is, if you feel like, oh my gosh, this relationship is killing me, it's not in your head. It's not you thinking your own things, especially if you've been feeling that for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. Like, listen to yourself. My, that's my point. Just, uh, the, the, at the end of this year, listen to yourself. Be true to yourself. Listen to who you really are. Listen to what has been speaking in. And it never shouts. It's always a soft voice. It, it's almost a whisper. It's almost like, eh? Umesama? What? I think for what? me, when it's always <laughs> in the left ear, the left ear is <laughs> like, what? a lot of noise. But then, but then the thing is, the, the feeling is always consistent. The kind of message you keep on getting is always so that you just know that there's something off. So, mm-hmm. yeah, for me, actually, that's what I, the reason I'm saying you should like figure that out this year, like mm-hmm. as the year winds up, is because that's like what I figured out for myself this year is, yeah, I was right. There was something up with my brain, guys. There was something up all these years. And for the longest time, I'd always wanted to do therapy to figure out what's wrong with my brain. But I never did. And I wish I did it earlier because I would have been so much further on in like self-development. Yeah. But here we are. So hopefully for those out here who are listening to the message on time, you can change it. And if you feel like you're different, you feel like you're weird, you're all weird. As my therapist says, we all have something. We all have something that makes us weird and makes us different, and that's what makes us human. Wow. Oof. I think, wow. Eh. You guys, me, when you tell somebody this is the end of the episode, eh, I didn't expect that closing. That was a very good closing. Wow. Mm-hmm. And an uncle goes to, not Michelle. Anyway, wow. Okay, I'm speechless. I'm honestly speechless. That was so good. Oh my goodness. He, he, oh. Get, he likes guessing up. He likes no, like up. as in he I am literally speechless. Up. I did not know we could say these things. Anyway, besides the point. See, embracing your weirdness is the best part about this whole journey. Particularly for me. This episode, when I started, you know, starting this podcast, I felt feel somebody gave me a comment. Eh, hey, and I sound so judgy. Like, and I'm like, <laughs> That's not the objective. Like, honestly. You, you didn't want to feel preachy. Yeah, it wasn't about being preachy. It's just like my expression. So, like, as in, but that's just how I, I talk mm. about things. It fascinates mm. me. And mm. I just speak about it. So, mm. it's funny that to another person, it sounds like you're... 
but that's their opinion. That's you know, their opinion. So for me, I accept. You also it. have to learn how to to accept. Uh, to accept that people can have their own opinions mm-hmm. and their opinions should not affect you and it's, what you view about yourself. Yeah, oh. and that for me was the challenge for this year. Was mm. learning the courage to be authentically you without, without apologizing. Without apologizing, and it's, this is not to mean to be rude, people. It's just no. mean, just living in your truth, just being who you really are. Yeah, not the, the thing that the, the thing that defines who you are is not defined by what's around you. Yeah. So for me, that was a hard lesson to learn. A damn still go shine mm. in the mood, like. As a, honestly, who you are will still always show regardless of the environment you are in. So mm-hmm. never change who you are, you know, just to please other people or to suit certain circumstances. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So to end up the year, um, thank you guys for being with us. It's been a lovely 12 months, honestly. This, particularly for me, this has been my own journey into learning the weirdness that comes with being myself and learning what is important to me and particularly ending the year in such a high note. Well, I got to invite my friends to actually join me in this podcasting journey. I've been trying to get this lady to speak for such a long time. She has a gift. And I don't really believe people. You know, even my boyfriend keeps saying, once a vlog. And I'm like, yeah, like it's, Literally, this. Do you know what is fun for this chick? Like, my goodness. Anyway, like for her. Guys, get a friend like Steve. No, get it doesn't a friend make like sense. It doesn't make sense. Like, how don't you not see it? Like, for fun, she actually me. You know, for her, like defining defining the mind, like how she has defined for her. That's her fun time. Like for just understanding random facts. Is really yeah, fun yeah, for her. Yeah, and it's yeah. not random facts, it's random truths that are actually there. Mm. And it's already part of your body. So for me, learning that about Michelle and then also appreciating myself. Like for me, this year, big win was actually standing in front of a mirror and affirming myself. And that okay. was very big. Okay. And it felt good as a guy uh-huh. to actually, not even as a guy, just as a person. Yeah. Standing in front of a mirror and just telling yourself, just like Snoop Dogg mm-hmm. once said, yeah. I am thanking me because uh-huh. I got it here. Yeah. Hey. You know, yeah, you thank everyone, you thank God, yeah. but then also you that thank yourself because you're the one who, who woke up. Who, uh, who, you still woke up and did the thing. And you made it. And you did the thing. Yeah, you did the thing. You didn't give up. You did, you did. There are so many times you could have, like, God, I'd give up. and you didn't and you just continued so yes you also have to even the small wins even the Mm. small wins because even sometimes you can reach to a point whereby um you're 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 in a you're in a depressive season and you just feel like ah the nothing i do matters you know the whole existential crisis they were talking about the previous episode so Mm. it's dozens of even getting up brushing your teeth and showering mm-hmm. you've taken care of yourself you know because also I realized like when people when, you, when people get depressed you know that's why you you, you find in these questionnaires you asked when was like the last time you groomed yourself you know you asked mm-hmm. when did you brush your teeth last because you find um, self-care is the first thing normally to lag behind when you start to feel yeah. depressed yeah. you know those are one of the first telltale signs like you're not taking too well, uh, well care of yourself especially for a person who's always proper and like you like taking care of yourself then out of nowhere like mm. <laughs> Some will just be like, are you okay? You know, things like that. Or oversleeping or not sleeping at all. You mm-hmm. know, such things. So people, 
for me it's really about like self care like for me that's why like the topics you've noticed like that ever since I've come on board are about realizing who you are and trying to learn about yourself and mm-hmm. you know your connection with you know god and nature and like <clears throat> all those things because we are we are connected in such of on on molecular levels it's 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 astounding it's astounding you'd think chaos would bring such mm-hmm. divine order mm-hmm. chaos can't bring order and we gay just know that chaos can never bring order well guys um chaos can never bring order so to end the year thank you for joining us in this final wrap up for the episode we'll be back as always um i think If you have actually guys if you have suggestions of topics you'd like mm-hmm. us to talk about or maybe some episodes you'd want us maybe to further you know like go, go deep. into yeah we actually find fun in finding out stuff about yeah, topics really yeah about. I'm the person who who has the most random facts Yeah and actually things <laughs> for you are normal for her like what's weird to you Michelle knows. No but honestly and I and you see this weirdness I told you people that I didn't know where the weirdness come from ADHD mm-hmm. believe it or not ADHD brains do that like you find an ADHD brain will learn the most too too much detail for for a certain topic like mm. but why do you know this much about making chairs you, you're not even up in the industry of furniture making mm. like Why? Or But you just you find you just food. find that their brain one day was just like, "Oh my gosh, that's so interesting. I want to find out how all this happens." And the brain okay. goes hyper focus <laughs> and just learns everything in detail. So I was just like, "So see, you built for us a chair." No, so I was just learning for the sake. That's our brains, guys. <laughs> like goodness. trust and me. And and ADHD is more common <laughs> than you think. It's just that it goes highly misdiagnosed yeah. and also underdiagnosed you know it's those things where mm. by like a lot of people have it but then a lot of people like misdiagnose it oh. and even sometimes people who are diagnosed like maybe with depression or anxiety mm. the underlying thing is actually maybe ADHD oh yeah because when ADHD apparently is not properly managed it leads to depression oh, and anxiety because yeah. you're like way more likely like people with ADHD brains are way more likely to get depressed and mm-hmm. anxious so yeah so that's what i'm saying it's so important to understand yourself and that's oh. why throughout this podcast like ever since i've joined on board it's just about self discovering who you are understanding like every I, i really emphasize on this people because you are the lo- longest relationship you'll ever have okay and uh, you can't run away from yourself you, you just can't guys and well guys and that's can't. the interesting part about ending on a high note so One thing I've gotten about this is you can't run away from the magic that is built into you. There's something special about you and there will always be something special about you. And no matter how much you run from it, it doesn't mean it's not still there. The evidence of something is not because of its presence, but because of what it is. So, with that, we end with Robin Thicke coming to you live. Welcome huh? enjoy magic. <sighs> yeah, we end the episode with magic. The oh. track. Okay. Mm. And a happy new year guys and a merry merry Christmas from Happy New Year. Upwards. Merry Christmas. I happy holidays. What a happy Hanukkah which no. Oh no Hanukkah? I I'm not sure. I I, I promise you I'm not sure. Oh, okay so. <laughs> oh my goodness. When you make it I'm like <laughs> Happy yes, Kwanzaa. Is <laughs> the Kwanzaa is fast deck? It's fast deck. I thought it was after it's boxing day. I, I'm not sure. Okay. I'm not, I think it's fast deck. Okay. So, uh, um anyway guys, thank you and enjoy the track. Bye.